We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. I'm just going to take three Man City players. At least. something. I would assume maybe you'd take four. And then you just try to capture as many goals in that game as possible. And you did. You captured all the goals. <laughs> this is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit Rotowire.com soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast, brought to you by Starting Eleven. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joined on this Monday by Jordan Cooper to talk about whether the Harry Kane fade worked this past weekend. Jordan, we actually ended up with a fairly similar score and very different um, lineups. How'd you end up doing? I did fine. I thought you were the one that that would end up doing badly because I got a good goalkeeper and you probably didn't. Uh, I didn't get a terrible goalkeeper. But you're right. You did pick a better goalkeeper than I did. But um, I actually was almost angry uh, about the goalkeeper that you picked versus the one that I picked because I was too set on mine for the exact same reason I should have picked yours. Um, this well, is already... it, it, to, to me, to me, it came down to whether or not you were going to play Mares. Um That... That's fair. That's fair. I mean, I don't know. I'm not really sure what your lineup was, but yeah. I'm assuming I'm assuming you got a luck box goal then. 
out of someone. Why do you think equal that? Equal my score. Well, they had Fabianski a goal, and he what had two points. So to make up the no, difference, no, no. He had, he had I mean, six. that's a goal. He had six. Oh, it's six? Okay. Well, yeah. still, make up the difference. You had to find a goal somewhere, I guess, right? Um, I had no goals in my lineup. Who the hell did you play? <laughs> um, my lineup was Arnautovic and Ayu, uh, Erickson, Matt Phillips, Dusan Tadic, Bertrand, Roberts, and Fabianski. And I finished a half a point behind you. Okay, okay. You you kind of... You you got two points here and two points there yeah, that yep. I didn't. Have. Right, okay. I, well, Erickson I, I had fifteen. Right, so that helped. Right, and you, of course, you go with the the Arnautovic IU. You know, that's mm-hmm. screams cash lineup. But I mean, I, I IU is the is now IU has taken the throne from Salomon Rondon as the best cash forward available. Well, on that slate, yeah. I mean, because uh, the forward options just once the lineups came out, it's like. Anyone else and plenty of other people that you could have considered, like they're just off the table now. Yes. And then even in the late game, Rooney wasn't playing. So, I mean, I, I would, I wouldn't, I did, I wasn't going to fall into that trap anyway. <laughs> Cause I, I put him in at, uh, instead of IU at one point, And I'm like, am I really doing this to myself? Right. Am I really going to do this? And I'm like, like, what's wrong with, what's wrong with IU? It, 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 it to me, it came down to whether or not I was going to play Mares. Yes. Uh, uh because, I mean, that's the reason I played Kane, because I, I looked at the forward options and go, go, I'm not you. I don't play Arnautovic in cash. Uh, I, for his price, I still think it's too goal dependent. Uh, and then, then I look. He scored and I go, more I, than Kane I, without a goal. True. He had an assist, but, though. <laughs> but Kane, Kane is more of a shot at scoring goals and multiple of them. That I made a lineup with Maras and Erickson and didn't really like it yes i did I the same punt too many plays I, I i just didn't like it so because i then i really really because you can't play Toddich, who you kind of wanted right. to in the in the late game uh so i'm like okay well i got i gotta sacrifice one of these people so if i sacrifice mares uh like who else am i playing with iu in my forward slot it's like i'm just who i mean i wasn't starting damari greg wasn't in I didn't want Rooney, and he didn't end up starting. So I'm like, I didn't want Arnautovic. So I'm like, anyone else is like gold, very gold dependent. So I'm like, if I'm going to play a gold dependent guy anyway in the forward spot, like just not play Mars and play Kane, but then you don't play Erickson. And that's where you get your Tottenham exposure. Right. Because I could find the points in midfield. Like I, I, wasn't, th- I wasn't thrilled about paying up for Ryan Frazier for his peripherals. Like, like even in the Slack chat, like a half an hour before lock. You were even lamenting over the fact like Maris Frazier makes too much sense here. It was a, it, it was a perfect situation for both of them. Like it was Frazier without Ibe. Stanislas is obviously out already. How much are you really going to lose from Lewis Cook? Turns out a few. And then Mares, yeah, Mares without Albrighton and um, and Gray. He split corners with Fuchs, but it was like going into it. Yes, it was the perfect situation for both of those guys, and I wasn't willing to pay for either of them. Yeah, but if you pay for both of them, you can't you yes. can't pay for anyone on Tottenham. Yes, other than defenders. I was gonna say you could have gone Trippier or something like that. Yeah, which I yeah. Well, did. some well some people did that. I mean, I consider that also going. Do I just fade the two top Tottenham options and just play Rose Trippier or something like that in mm-hmm. defender roles? Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't like that either. I mean, I'm still filling forward spots. Like it's gonna be Mares and it's gonna be. I'm not thrilled about playing IU. I'm. I you never am. I joke be. about it. Oh, yeah, you I'm should joking be. about it. 
So, uh, like, I just I'll play Kane. Just give me a Kane goal, and I'm fine. And uh, I'll 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 pay it for defender because I didn't think there was anyone worth paying down for, and there were no midfielders worth paying up. Like, I'm not gonna pay down from Holobus to Olsen or something, and then play Mares in like a midfield spot. Right. Like, no, then I'm just going to do Maris Erickson, and then, and then I still can't get up to Tadic. Tadic. I mean, so it, 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 and I, I saw like guys like, cause I had Shelby, I had Lewis Cook. Uh, Cook got five and a quarter points, and Shelby got 6.5. Uh, Cook was 3,400, and Shelby was 4,500. I saw, I saw those guys, and I'm like, four or five points. I like, What's the difference between them and Mars and Frazier outside of uh, a goal or an assist that makes them two to three times more expensive? Right. Yep. Like I go, Mares, it's like if he doesn't get a goal or an assist, uh, like he could have nine points. I mean, which is, I mean, you're paying, you're paying his 9K price for nine points. But like, I think I could get like five, six out of Shelby for 5K cheaper. And it's like that's uh, all the money's going towards Kane and the defenders to just pay up for premium defenders there. And I thought that that would be enough. Because, I mean, the the only guy that I was I was going to play regardless uh, in a utility spot was Tottich or Ward Prowl, whoever. It's going to be a South. It's going to be a Southampton midfielder in the late game yep. with them having to, you know, to have get a result. I mean, he only put up five points, but I mean, I think he was. One of, if not the highest owned in cash. Yes. Yeah. Everybody had him. Right. So, so like, I was gonna play him. I didn't know how much Kane was gonna be owned. Uh, he was l- lower owned than I thought in cash. I I predicted forty percent. Yeah, Erickson was higher. Right. Much higher. Right. Typically, it's the other way. Right. Typically, I play Erickson and Kane seventy percent owned. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I do that because, I, but I I just lo- I the, the reason I play Kane is because who else are you filling in your forward spots? Yeah, the the way that some I... people played Charlie, saw a lot of people played Charlie Austin. Yep, as the second forward, they played IU also. Yeah, or they played Mares and Austin, mm-hmm. or something something to that effect. And like that, that's that's not me. <laughs> you won't see Charlie Austin no, in, yeah, in no. a catch unless it's a two game slate and Southampton's playing playing the the middle school or something. Right. If it's a showdown slate where you can only pick guys named Charlie, then yeah. Um, right. And even then, I take Charlie Adam. <laughs> well played, well played. Um, I think my lineup would have been much different had I not watched Stoke get relegated. Um, seeing them lose, uh, and mostly like how big the game was. I mean, obviously, avoiding relegation is huge for these teams, uh, but seeing how high they were after Shakiri scored. Um, and everyone giving him so much credit for this beautiful free kick, even though it was clearly deflected, um, and then losing. And then I thought to myself, I, maybe I am not giving enough credit to the teams that need to win. And so I essentially threw out anyone from Watford and Newcastle and didn't consider anybody from Everton. And I said, and, uh, didn't really want to pay up for Frazier because Burnmouth, I mean, Burnmouth needed a point to, to ensure that they were going to stay. But like I was targeting teams that needed to win. And that's why I felt better about Arnautovic. That's why I went Matt Phillips. I was going to do Brunt, but I actually thought Phillips had a better opportunity in open play. So I went with him. 
I paid up for Bertrand instead of Trippier or Rose. Um, and so every player I had other than Christian Eriksen was in a team fighting relegation. And because I just thought they have to come out swinging, uh, they're going to. And so that's how I'll build it. And I actually almost tossed Eriksen. Uh, and then, but the problem is like, I had all this money left over and I'm not gonna leave 6k on the table. So I decided Erickson was the only player I was going to take from a team that needed that didn't really matter. It turns out Tottenham losing actually mattered a whole lot now because uh, Chelsea won uh, Sunday. And so now we have a legitimate top four battle. But um, watching Stoke made me rethink the entire thing, even though I was coming in with Arnautovic and IU anyway. But haven't we said that on the podcast for the past two weeks or whatever but we did but but i think we I, I think i just had under considered it myself like i was like oh yeah it matters but i actually went all in, or almost all in on it w- once i saw stoke get relegated right but i mean i still i i still put that as the second thing that i would look at number one like yes i would i i would have wanted to play a west ham player an outfield player against lester who is has checked out Yes. Uh, the problem is, is that when their lineup came out, it's like, who do I play? Like, every, everyone cannibalizes each other. Right. You have Lanzini, yeah. you have yeah, Mario, you have, Mario. Like, yeah. right, you have Cresswell out there, and he's expensive to playing as a third center back, even though he does take a share of set pieces. Like, who I saw do some I people trust? playing Masuaku. But still, like, okay. you're, not, you're not thinking, like, oh, West Ham, yeah, I should get some Masuaku exposure. Yeah, well, if, well, if, if, you, if you need a, the, a lower level defender, yeah. you're not paying up a defender, sure, okay, I get that. That's no problem. It's just that they all cannibalize each other. Like, I, I, I avoid, when I can, those situations first and then move. That's why when, we, when, when you said in the Slack chat about, you know, Mars and Frazier makes too much sense here. It's because you go, well, it's, these are monopoly. They, they've become monopoly situations. They've, they, they, they've been upgraded. They're priced now. I mean, they, they, they were overpriced to begin with. They were priced for monopolies. Right, and now they are. And now they are right, <laughs> right, right. So it's like everything that we said on the podcast on Thursday was like, well, if Ibe's in, Frazier's overpriced. But if Ibe's not in, he's priced appropriately. It doesn't mean you, you play him, but it's efficient, right? Just like Tadic and Ward Prowse. It's like I think Tadic was slightly underpriced for him playing alone, but if they were together, both of them are slightly overpriced. Yes. Yes. But so I look at like for and these are obviously for cash. For GPP, you're really you're looking for upside, upside. And obviously Redmond scores off the bench. Obviously. Because of his immense upside. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would have if he would have started, would have played him over Austin. But I mean they wouldn't have left money on the table if you played I don't get playing Austin in cash as your second forward. <laughs> um and I saw I saw Mares Austin like Austin IU, like I can understand like if he played Austin IU. Erickson, mm-hmm. like that makes sense, but to play like Mares Austin and no IU, and then also no Erickson, like that doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to me. I mean, I saw people that faded Tottenham. Well, I mean they, uh, Tot- I mean there weren't. The slate, the slate was weird in the fact that the chalk missed, but nothing else hit either. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ex- or 
or the chalk hit because nobody hit. Right, and, right, the, right. The chalk hit because no, and and there were no out. There were no two goal guys right. that that were decently popular. I mean, like like Mario scored, and and Frazier scored, but they weren't high owned enough that it prevented you from cashing in a double up. Right. Like you saw, oh, the two guys up up on the top that are thirty points above you, one has Frazier, one has, has Mario. Exactly. Oh, so so be it. But I mean, and nobody has both. Fourth, right, 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 right. Exactly. Or like you had Phillips, like, or even with Erickson and Kane. Like if, and I mean, I truthfully, if you take a look at my lineup, I got bailed out by my goalkeeper. Yeah, you did. <laughs> right. And I was like the only one to playing. Like I, I played Adrian, and I look at like the twenty-two man, twenty-five dollar. It's like. Like it's like two people that have me and some other guy. It's nine percent owned. Like who else is that? Who who's who are people playing? Not I didn't think that was like the obvious play, but once I saw Adrian being that low owned, I'm like, let me check this Mares ownership. And <laughs> yes, and Mares was like that. That's the and there you go. Like people paid up for Mares, and that to me that because that was my biggest leverage in cash. Like that was. A, a direct leverage play of yep. like I'm f- I, I, I faded Mares, uh not thinking that he'd be 50 60 percent owned in cash I thought 30 40 I mean there were multiple ways you could have made a cash lineup uh so so like I faded that the guy like the guy that if he scores I'm screwed because right. I don't have him and, and your goalkeeper right well that's the second part the second part is like, it's also going to be on my goalkeeper. Like, it prevents me from having a good goalkeeper score. It also costs me an extra two points on all of those people. But then the leverage turned out to be on the other way. Right, right. That that Mares scoring, I mean, it's not like Kane put up, uh, my Mares was better point per dollar. Uh, same for Erickson. But, you know, Adrian getting 16 points. I mean, it, well, Ben Foster got 20. 20, yeah. Um. Before we keep this goalkeeper conversation going, a quick message from Starting Eleven. Hey there, fantasy players. We've got some news for you. Starting Eleven is out with a fresh new version of its daily fantasy soccer app, and it's time to get in on the action. Now in Starting Eleven, you can challenge managers from across the world for cash in head-to-heads, 50-50s, and winner-take-all Premier League contests. Download now on iOS and Android at www.starting11.io. That's starting one. Remember, on Starting 11, you build an 11-player roster free from any salary cap restrictions. And best of all, instead of seeing injuries, substitutions, or poor performance ruin your chance for cashing in, Starting 11 lets you make up to three substitutions to your fantasy squad during live play, just like a real manager. So if one of your players is having an off day, you can get him off the pitch. And if a player you don't have is terrorizing the defense, you can get him into your lineup. So head over to www.starting11.io now to download on your iPhone or Android device. So I put Fabianski in my lineup, like in my dummy lineup, because I was like, oh, I'm going to want some Swansea because they have to come out and they need to win or at least a draw to like try to get out of relegation. And I never transferred that thought to Adrian, like never. And as soon as I saw lineups with him and I was like, why didn't I even consider it. Like the the exact reason that I went to Fabianski was the exact reason to go to Adrian. And I was almost more confident in West Ham, which is why I played Arnautovic. Like I was more confident that he would score or get an assist than IU. I was playing IU for his excellent cash flow. 
Right. If you're going to play Arnautovich, then paying Adrian makes, makes sense. total sense. Total right. sense. Um, and yet I just never made that connection. Like, well, didn't, you didn't need to. I mean, you, you did well enough, right? Enough. Well enough. Yeah. That's I mean, 10 points I left that, out. Yeah, but I mean, another 300 in salary, right? Uh, 200 it was, in salary? I think it was 100, and I had 200 on the table. Oh, I had, I, I, I could have had him. There was, you could have had him. Yeah. You missed out on the other 10 points. Right. That wouldn't, uh, I mean, if you're playing double ups, I mean, you, yeah, I you cashed every, with your yeah. score anyway, yeah, yeah, so yeah. what does it matter? It was the one, you know, my random GPP line. Since I only make one lineup, I would have moved up in those. But did you consider Tom Carroll at all or Key? One of the it's the uh, cannibalization cannibalization yeah. of everything type of. I think Carol situation. ended up taking everything. I was more confident. Yeah. I I was going to play Carol until I just decided what on earth am I doing. But I played Key in a GPP lineup. That's it. That's about it. Mm-hmm. But I also played Olsen in a GPP lineup. I played IU pretty much everywhere because I have the second fo- I mean, just what I, I mean. What am I doing with that second forward spot? I didn't play any Mares. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't believe. And uh, because, I mean, since I was, I'm, I'm not going to bet against myself. Uh, the, the other forward options that I was, I mean, I mean, I'm playing Kane. I'm I, basically, I, I, since I'm playing Kane in cash, it's like, well, if anyone's going to score a hat trick on the slate, it's going to be him. So if I'm going to play him in cash, I'm going to play him in GPP. Right. And then just build my lineups around, you know, cheapos. I'm playing Kane, Tottich, and then you know, paying down at defense and then going up at the, uh, you know, play playing key and uh, and who else? And uh, and I left spots open, like for Bla. I played Blasi in a couple of lineups, mm-hmm. so I left two spots open. Right. So I mean, like I uh, for or some some three in GPP, like a defender, and then I just ended up switching to like Blasi in a midfield spot, and then uh, then go up and play and play Cedric and Austin. Instead of like Tadich, Bertrand, and Rooney, that like right. it was originally in that lineup, you know, and and or could I, I left money on the table one in one lineup because it was so far back. I'm like Austin's could score two, so let me throw that thing in. But for the most part, I mean, like I stayed away from Bournemouth, outside of Frazier and and Lewis Cook, who had got five crosses. Mm-hmm. Uh, but actually, in the beginning, in the beginning of the game, because uh, that that was the game that was on television, uh. Watching it, uh, I can't. I can't believe I. I uttered this sentence in my head that oh my god, I didn't take into account Andrew Sermon being in. <laughs> uh, come on. Well, because Ser- Sermon was taken a dead, when you see Andrew Sermon and Nathan Ake over a dead ball. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, what? What is going yeah. on? What? What? How did how I miss this? I not, right. Right. How did I miss this? Yeah. Right. Turns out it was the perfect set play. But I mean, the guy he ended up with five. But I mean, what 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 am I looking for out of of a three k yeah. level player? No, that was that worked. It, right, same for John Joe. Like, give me John Joe without Richie in, right? That I mean, the um, the Lewis Cook move worked significantly better than those, which is a move I had for a very long time in the morning. Was playing Mark Pugh. Yeah, Mark Pugh with a one point. Yeah. yeah, good luck with that. I saw that. It's like I'm not. I can't trust that. I, I, I look at their bench. Like, they're playing in a 3-4-3, right? Mm-hmm. They play with Daniels and Frazier as wingbacks. Uh, so, like, their front three, like, that's where all their substitutions are. <laughs> right. 
right? I mean, that's that's. I mean, Masset and and Pew. I mean, the, all those guys. The, those are the ones that come off. Ibe's coming in. I mean, so I look at that and I go, well, do you really think Pew's going to play more than sixty minutes? He did. Like he's, yeah, well, barely seventy-eight. But okay, that's more than enough. But he didn't do much. No, he didn't do anything. Didn't really do much, right? And he doesn't. Have, but I mean, but that's the reason why I I didn't. If they were playing as like a four-four-two. Sure, fine, because then I could come in m- multiple places. Yeah, but uh, like for the uh, extra three hundred, uh, didn't think it was worth. It. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll play. I'll, I'll play my my Lewis Cook, low owned Cook. I mean, he wasn't that low owned. I mean, he wasn't like single digit owned. No. Uh, I'm looking at the 114 man single entry five dollar double up and the team that finished first, which. <clears throat> is always more of a GPP lineup anyway for the random ones that finished. Uh, they went Kane Mares. Okay, yeah. So you're gonna need a lot of punts. Roberto Pereira, twenty three well, and go. a quarter. <laughs> right. And Foster. And and they and he gets subbed off. Mm-hmm. Like it's sixty minutes. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and assist from Decore. Right. Of course. Oh. No, the, the the to me the dud of the slate. I mean, everyone could have predicted it. But you had the money, so why not? Uh, I was holding. I was just about to bring him up. Um, Sixty-seven hundred for five <clears throat> points. Yeah. Thanks a lot. I, I'm surprised that you ended up there. I guess did you play Danny Rose? Do I remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess you're not going to play Rose and Trippier. I mean, I could have. I, I had yeah, no, you no problem doing that. I mean, but I mean, weren't feeling what? Christian Fuchs, huh? <laughs> I thought I, I I looked at him for GPP or whatever, but I mean. He didn't really do Take a whole a, much other than the 13 crosses. Yeah, a lot. Uh, not that much. I'm just saying 13 crosses, like, you know, you, you'll get your 10 points, but it's not not like he had a huge game otherwise. And you right. were paying 5,900 or whatever he was. But Holobus is like, I mean, as long as you don't see, like, cleverly, who's out or what? I mean, as long as they didn't see Delafeu you win. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, okay, I think he's overpriced regardless of his role currently. I mean, but it's like you're paying for safety, and I got a safe five points out of it. <laughs> the right? safest five you can get. Yeah, but it was high-owned, so, I mean, was most he? people had, yeah, at least in the high in the higher stakes. Yeah, it was over 50% owned. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, lot, I didn't consider, had, the Stoke is the reason I didn't consider him at all. Like, Watford had nothing to play for. Newcastle had nothing to play for. I didn't want any part of that game. Right, and I took uh, two pieces. Two of them, yeah. Right. And we ended up with almost the same score. Right. Like, it almost, it bothered me a little bit because Kane didn't matter. Like, usually when Kane's on a slate, it's like, it matters. If you faded him and he's, you know, or you took him, like, oh, he scored, you're, you're okay. But, like, he ended up in this middle ground, and since nobody else really did anything, like, we learned nothing. Well, I mean, like, Frazier mattered, but he wasn't high enough owned. Right. He was owned, but not high enough. And same for Erickson. Erickson was well-owned, but putting up a 15 points doesn't get you any. I mean, if you if you played a goalkeeper that got two, four, or something— Mm-hmm. And you're you're back in the same boat as everyone else. You could have easily I mean, played Erickson and Foster. Right. You could have easily done mm-hmm. that. Yeah, some people did do that. Yep. 
if you played Ma- Mario, if you played Pereira, it's like the likelihood of like th- these are the all the all of those players are the pivots. If you understand what I'm saying, like you would have played one of those guys instead of Amares, right? Instead of an Erickson or Kane, instead of paying up for Holobus, instead of playing Tadich, like, but you wouldn't have done all of them in one lineup to make have them all be like there weren't enough people that had multiple of those people. You saw right, one right. with one and one with the other. I mean, like, that's why what I mean by it doesn't matter. Like, Kane put up enough points to match any to match Mares, and that's all he needed to do, regardless of the price difference. Because, like, if you had Mares and Erickson, it's like, well, as long as you were able to make up Erickson's points elsewhere, like, Tadich didn't, like, didn't do enough. Like, Tadich equaled Lewis Cook. Yeah. So, like, it would... Whoever you played, it would have been fine. But I, I didn't. You, not enough people. It's not like four. There was forty percent combined ownership on people that played uh, Frazier, Pereira, the Mario lineups, mm-hmm. like that. So, so yes, if you had one of them, I mean, as as long as long as you had something like you, I think you needed uh, Erickson, Frazier, uh, or you needed a goal's worth of points out of someone, right? Just so happens that my someone was the goalkeeper. Was yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Because we do great goalkeeper picks here. Right. Being that I didn't mention, well, we don't we barely mention goalkeepers to begin with. I think we mentioned Fabianski, and you played him. Yep. But I mean, six points for a four, what is out? That's what you should expect. Exactly. Right? I mean, that's what you're getting out of him. Yep. Right? And you know that if you're going to go all the way down to Foster, you could get sometimes get a 20 and sometimes get a negative six. Right. So, I mean, that you're paying, that's the risk of doing that. I mean, Arnautovic had a good game. Mm-hmm. You got double-digit points. Yep. Ah, you got double-digit points. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like Iozzi was high-owned. No. Right? I mean, most of the goals weren't owned enough. And there weren't as many goals. There really just, weren't yeah, that many exactly. goals. Right. I mean, the, the only thing is, is getting screwed at the end of the Everton game on my showdown lineup. How, who did you have? Well, I didn't have Davis and, and, and Drissa Guy. Mm. I mean, six minutes into stoppage time, I was in like first place or second place oh. in showdown or whatever with my Uber fullback lineup. Right. Where I just take every fullback and, and find a midfielder to play. You know, I'm done. T- I have like Vlasic and and then like every fullback and Tadic and like that's it. Like just give me all the fullbacks and showdown. I do want to touch on showdown for a minute because um, we it seems like the conversation, at least in the Slack chat, is more like well it's just like classic uh, because the scoring's really basically the same except you you know the points are just elevated uh, and the the passes don't affect that enough to make a difference uh nor do the chances created the chances created are basically from guys that we are already considering but it was actually a comment from Ivaldo on the from the MLS slate on s- Saturday night i think it was Saturday night where it was he was basically everyone was like well it's just like classic and he's like it's not at all like classic because i would never have diego chara in a lineup in classic but there you are like looking at him in in showdown. And I think that's as weird as it sounds like the player pool opens up 
despite having fewer um, fewer positions to fill on a roster because of the salaries. Like a lot of these slates, you want some of the higher priced guys, which makes you start thinking, okay, which and we talked about this previously. Like you tend to side with midfielders, the Jorginho Wijnaldum goal from Champions League. Like you would never play Wijnaldum. But like there you are in showdown thinking, okay, I'll play Wijnaldum instead of Van Dyke. And it's like, that's just not a, a thought you ever have playing classic. It, but it, the, the, the point that you're, you're missing is that it is just like classic. That the difference, you're, the difference between the two ha, have little to do with uh, construction. Like the primary differences between classic and showdown there's three primary differences. One, no positional requirements, right? Mm-hmm. You could play anyone. You don't have to fill a, we don't have to, what, uh, what can we fill a forward spot with conversations? What defender do we punt down with to pay down at defense goalkeeper? Obviously you don't have to play any. So that that's, that's a difference. Uh, number two, the points, although they've added shots, assisted and accurate passes, the, the points have doubled. But understand that when the points double, that essentially double nothing hurts you more. I mean, we had that conversation last time about the center backs. Like when, when if, if a set-piece taking, playmaking midfielder in classic would score 12, they're scoring 24 here. Mm-hmm. Well, when a, you know, a center back that scores one and a half points, they score three. Right. Like the, the, the difference is dramatic enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third, which is probably the one that missing out the effects on, it's only one game. Obviously, the player pool has to open up because your choices are so limited. Like, if you have a two-game slate, now when we talk about fullbacks, I mean, there's going to be eight of them, not four of them. Mm-hmm. When we talk about, you know, cheap wingers, you know, like it. it or would you ever play Diego Shara? It's like, well, on a two-game slate, you would at least you would you would have four four more fullbacks and four more wingers, right? You would have two more forwards. You would, I mean, before you st- before you got to either of the games, defensive midfielders, right? Right. So, I mean, that's the main reason why you're like like it's not has nothing to do with well, this is no different than classic. No, it is no different than classic. It's the same way that. Uh, this like on Sunday coming up, we have a ten game slate versus a two game slate. Like that's the like on a ten game slate, it's a much different game. Mm-hmm. It's not has nothing to do with the scoring. That like, well, what's the difference between classic ten game and classic two game? Well, dramatic difference. Because on a, I mean, take a look on Sunday. Like on Sunday, it's like oh, Man City's a minus million favorite against Huddersfield, and they scoreless <laughs> so like you'd go in and go well it's a three-game slate so i mean i'm just gonna take three man city players at least something i would assume maybe you take four and then you just try to capture as many goals in that game as possible and you did you captured all the goals <laughs> you did it you got all zero yes. of them 100 percent man city's goals how does that ever happen right and then, but then you take our, I mean, but the choices are limited on a 10 game slate, like unless like stacking man city, there's so many more options. 
Like, unless you get that perfectly right, I mean, it may be better off just going to other games. You're going to find a 10 game slate. You're probably going to find a, a, a cheap fullback. And I heard, I also heard since I didn't, I didn't play that slate that apparently Bruno put up a double digit. <laughs> I heard that too. Uh. He tries to avoid me. He plays on the, he starts on the, on the, the game, the, the, the midweek interleague stuff that I, I usually don't play. Yeah, you might have to become <clears throat> contractually obligated to play when Bruno starts. I need to get a notification while yeah. people do it in the slide. Yeah, you get plenty of notifications. Right. <laughs> Whenever Bruno's in for Brighton. Uh, but you understand what I'm saying? Like, I don't... The, 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 the considerations you make for showdown are no... Are, the scoring is practically the same other than doubled and no positional requirements, but it's still only one game. So it's the same way if if you're good at the two game slates, I mean it's the similar type of thing. Do you want to punt in order to pay up for the 11k? You know, a two game slate with with like Real Madrid or something on it. It's like, well, I'm going to play you know Ronaldo and Casemiro because I need to go all the way down in some midfield spot in order to pay up for Ronaldo or Messi or something like that. So it's the same on a two game slate. On a five-game slate with those players, typically you don't find, you don't need the defensive midfielder because you'll able to find like a thirty-eight hundred fullback to fill that role as the cheapo punt and then pay down a goalkeeper, mm-hmm. right? Right. You go. Yeah. I'm going to pay thirty-eight hundred for a goalkeeper and thirty-six hundred for a fullback. So obviously, I don't have to play a forty-two hundred defensive midfielder. But in showdown, like you don't have to play a goalkeeper at all. Right. You don't have that. You don't have to play. You, you, there's only two teams to choose from. So, I mean, who else are you taking? That, you, where else are you going to pay down? It's going to have to be a defensive midfielder, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's the more of the point where it has nothing to do with the difference between classic and showdown. It's just that it's one game and not player five pool. games. Right. It's just a, a, yeah, just a player pool. Okay. All right. I mean, I think it's like that. In, I mean, look, NBA is the same exact way. And you could say the same thing about NBA Showdown and go uh, in 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 regular and classic in the classic two game slate for these playoffs. I would never play Luke Bamute or whatever <laughs> like that, right? I, I'm not I'm not I'm not playing Jonas Jerebko in in a slot. It's like like yeah, because you have a lot more to choose. You, I mean, you don't have to punt all the way down. But in Showdown, it's like if you want to get if you want to get uh, Paul Harden to go Baron or something like that, like you know. Well, these guys are 1K, and all they need to do is score, like, five points, mm-hmm. and you're good. So, like, yes. But it's only because there's only one, it's only one game. Once you, may, once you expand that to two extra teams, like, that's two times the amount of people you could choose from. So, I don't, I don't, I still think you're, you're approaching it the same way as Classic, other than the no positional requirements. So, you don't have to, paying down a goalkeeper is not a thing. You don't pay down a goalkeeper. You pay down at by playing like a defensive midfielder. You by playing a Wijnaldum or a Chara or one of those type of. Even though Wijnaldum technically isn't even a defensive midfielder. True. He, he's just a kind of a box to box midfielder that doesn't really do anything. Right. He's just not a winger. Or a he just doesn't central, do anything fantasy relevant. Right. Right. He doesn't tackle enough to get tackles, mm-hmm. and he doesn't pass enough to get assists. And like it's almost like what does he? Do? Well, he, he he's the hockey assist. He's the you know the guy that linked up the two stages of play. I'm not, I think you're giving him more credit goal. than. <laughs> oh, it's something he does something obviously. 
right? Because then you because you have uh, even Henderson does more. Because mm-hmm. Henderson will at least tackle and get a yellow card. Right. <laughs> right. Same for Chan. Like Chan will take a forty yard shot every three, you know. Yeah. Thirty minutes or whatever yeah. every once in a while, and then you have Milner being Milner. So for Liverpool at least, but Liverpool they have to be Brighton now. Yes. Apparently that's a that's a big crisis now. They either have to beat Brighton or beat Real Madrid to go to the Champions mm-hmm. League. Suppose that depending on who who wins or loses, actually it ended up being a top four. The top four had something to play for. Yeah. Well, they may actually be on the last uh, match day. Something I mean, something to play for for some of these teams. Right. Like Chelsea may want may may need to get three points to make the Champions League against Newcastle. Mm-hmm. They play Wednesday. We we have, have a, we'll have a Wednesday slate. Right. That'll... I mean, we have a went. Right, which isn't out. I mean, there's four yeah. games on Wednesday, mm-hmm. one on Tuesday, one on Thursday. But I'm just looking at the last Sunday because, yep. I mean, for a 10-game slate, we're going to see a lot of clown cars. Yeah. But, I mean, we may come in, and I th- let's let's take a look. I mean— It's going to be Liverpool, Tottenham, Chelsea— or, yeah, Liverpool, Tottenham, Chelsea. You'll get as like many— Like, the big those. teams may actually have to win. Yep. Like, so, like, they're not going to roll out a clown car. Right. Which is typically the opposite of what we see. Yep. We may have a lot, actually, a lot of games that may actually matter. Mm-hmm. Like Burnley, Bournemouth won't. Huddersfield may have may may have to get a result against Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Well, Huddersfield uh, plays. Uh, who do they play midweek? Chelsea. So like they'll, I bet they'll have to win. Right. West Ham may have to get a result against Everton. Mm-hmm. Southampton definitely. Yep. Probably, I mean, I, I think so. Well, it depends on that Swansea Southampton match right. in the in on Wednesday yep. or on Tuesday, uh, and then Liverpool Brighton Tottenham may have to get a result against Leicester. Man United, they're fine, right? Yeah. Watford, they're fine. That's nothing. Crystal Palace is safe. West Brom will be relegated. Uh, um, maybe not. Yeah, most likely. I mean, by that point, it's possible that West Brom, Brom have to win that match. Mm-hmm. It's possible. It's, I think it's unlikely, but it's possible. Mm-hmm. And uh, Swansea may have to beat Stoke, who are, who are already relegated. Right. There may actually be, on a 10-game slate, going back to, like, last year, where, like, only two games mattered. Right. Right, last year, only I think only two games mattered. And Kane scored three. Right. Against Hull, who are already relegated. Right. So that's that's pretty good yeah. for a, a ten game slate. Typ- typically, King of the Pitch would be on that day, right. like it was last year. But I, I prefer the the way they did it this mm-hmm. year. It's only but it I only mean, makes sense that <clears throat> they move it, and then the last game of the season actually does matter. <laughs> right, it actually does matter in top sides right. where it's like it's this is this is the it's a ten game slate, and you look and you go, it's quite possible you don't play anyone from Man City. Yep. Like, even if they're probably going to be favored away to Southampton, but, like, I take a look and I go, well, I may, Salah, because Liverpool are going to be probably absurd favorites, especially if Brighton, or Brighton isn't Brighton's, technically safe They are yet. safe. Yep. Oh, they are yeah. safe. Oh, so, oh, they're dead yeah. then. So Brighton, it's actually Brighton, a Brighton you know, clown car. Right. Bruno comes yeah. out. <laughs> right. Bruno comes out to captain the ship. Yep. And Liverpool wins seven nothing yeah, or something. Could be, could be. And then Chelsea against Newcastle. Yeah, the Sunday slate actually looks pretty good yeah. from this point. Who knows what happens midweek? Mm-hmm. Midweek, uh, 
weird stuff happens, and it turns out that only two games matter. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> right, I mean, West Ham end up beating Man United. Mm-hmm. Huddersfield beat Chelsea. Yeah. And then and, and, uh, Southampton, uh, Swansea beat Southampton. Yep. To get them above there, where Southampton, well, man, I think th- those two teams have to get results right to the last yes. game. Yeah. Southampton has a seven goal differential over Swansea too. So Swansea not only need to win, they need to close that gap. Right. Yeah. And Arsenal, Arsenal, Leicester City. That's no. like these. You and I games. should play that one. <laughs> right. With the showdown slate. Yeah. <laughs> Leicester City, Arsenal. Right. right. Yeah. Snore. The two teams say it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, the four game slate is not horrible. Right, it still looks like you take Man City and you against Brighton. Um, I'm glad I didn't wake up t- on on Sunday. I I made dummy lineups, like I made five lineups, like uh, they're a dummy line. I made one lineup and then I changed the goalkeeper out four times, mm-hmm. just so I have four unique lineups. Didn't enter them into anything because I'm like, it depends on if I feel like getting up at eight thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to commit to it. I don't want to put my alarm clock on. It's like I may just want to sleep in if I just feel it's not a priority for me to play this slate or anything. But I would if, if I'm up, if I get up at seven and I'm like, oh, OK, I'll play and I'll start entering contests, uh, which is nor- normally I enter everything beforehand. So there's no choice in the matter. Uh, so I end up. Nope. I slept through. I woke up at like, I don't know, 945 oh or whatever. God. And then I uh, like, let me check sofa score. It's like 65th minute, zero, zero. Mm-hmm. Like, thank God I didn't play this. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was going in, going all in on like city. Yep. Right. I'm taking four man city play. I'm like, like, hi, I'm taking KDB. I'm taking Sane and Jesus. I'm like, show me the starting lineup. Probably taking four, probably taking Delph. Mm-hmm. He came out before the 60 minute mark. Yeah. So he wasn't even qualified for the clean sheet. Right, it's like, oh, thank God. And then Arsenal, just it's like, okay, cool. I probably, I mean, I probably would have played someone on Arsenal in GPP, but not stacked it like that. Right. I would have played like Man City plus Obama yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And then Chelsea-Liverpool, I pretty much would have avoided. As you should have, going right. in at least. But still, but still, there's no way. I mean, I don't even know what the scores were. I weren't in the contest, but I'm assuming... No Man City player got in, got in the double digits. I doubt. Not even KDB. So you didn't even No. Know. No, I uh, have been taking Sundays off. Other than MLS Showdown, which seems like like the nichiest of nichiest. <laughs> Are they going to be Liga MX Showdown slates now? What's that? Liga no. MX Showdown? No, not yet. To, to be fair, uh, I think Soccer Showdown format is better than NBA showdown format. I believe that. Is it just because there's more going like. Uh, there's more, more ways to be unique. Right. You don't like, like and, you don't and, like 134 person ties. Well, I mean, they're trying to change that. Like uh, yeah, they, they the had captain. a beta for like a captain mode DraftKings version showdown that I did play in, which reduced the amount of overlap. But it's just that, like, it, it, the plays become a little bit more obvious in NBA because they just score points regardless. Right. 
Like you don't, you don't, you just don't like you don't get the guys that's like well, they they're most likely to score a goal, and then if they don't, they're a dud. Right. Or they could score two goals, or you could get it. You could get a defensive midfielder that scores two goals out of nowhere. That like if you took a shot on them, you you get the you know eight percent on. I mean, it's a showdown. You're probably not going to get an eight percent on guy, but still, you could get a an eighteen percent on guy that is the highest scorer in the slate, and then the fifty six percent on guy has two points. <laughs> right. Right. You could you could you could get that more legitimately in soccer than you can in basketball. So that's why I think, and there's more players to play. So I, I just, I think for the World Cup and these, I, I don't mind because I'm playing. I'll play the showdown slate, like in a in a in a mindset that I would play any other. Just it's just like a two game slate. Just it's now one game. It's the same, but it's the same type of mentality. Mm-hmm. That I don't mind it. I could if I want to GPP it up, I GPP it up, right? I could you know play play two goal scorers or whatever types and go for a low a center back or something. You, you could do that in NBA. You can't like you, even in baseball, you really can't like if you do showdown in baseball, but that, but that's more similar. Also, it's a home run or it's not a home run, you know, that type of thing. So I'm, I'm when people are putting down the, the showdown format, the, the, the thing that I don't like, I think more of the criticism comes from, uh, I don't consider the showdown, to be should be the priority over like a classic slate. What do you mean? Right. Right. Like I, like let's say next year, like for instance, typically on Saturdays you get the early game, the several games they're on at 10 Eastern and then the late, the one late game. Right. So you get like, it's like one, five, one, something like that. I could understand them getting rid of the the early game. But I wouldn't want like the main slate to be just the 10 a.m. games and not the late game and the late game just Just to show down. I see what you're saying. Right, right. Because I can understand, yes, 7.30 in the morning is early. That it's going to limit participation because of that, especially with West Coast and everything. But I still want the late game as part of the slate. I can understand the showdown for the first game. I can understand them being a showdown for the for the late game also, but not to knock it off right, right. completely and just have all the 10 a.m. games as the main EPL. That's what I mean by prioritizing. Same thing for like Sunday. Imagine Sundays, which you rarely ever get two games at the same time. Typically, sure. it's it's either a two game slate or it's three games at three different times or one game early and two game late. Like imagine they. If on a two-game Sunday slate, they just never had a two-game slate, and it's just two showdowns. Like, I wouldn't want that. Sure. Just give me the two-game slate. And feel free to have the late one. Be, have a small showdown slate if you want for that. Just like with the El Clasico. Like, the, I get that. Mm-hmm. I even get with the MLS. Like, if there's a an island game, fine. But if there's other games before that, include that in the main slate and have the island game that, that's an additional slate. I just, I just, I just think that with the showdowns, I hope, I hope, but I, I, I would not be surprised. Come August, we get EPL slates where the twelve thirty yep. Eastern game is not even on. Yep, I agree. Like that's just the show. That's that's a separate contest. Right. I'd rather that be a two game. Like, fine, if you're gonna do that, 
I'd rather it be a five-game standalone 10 a.m. slate and then a two-game 12.30 slate. Like, yes. I'd rather that. That's what I mean by not prioritizing showdown. Like, I understand showdown in the instances where uh, that's the only type of slate you can run mm-hmm. because there's only one game, uh, or that it's an addition to a slate that already has other games on it, such as what we've seen it like this past week, right? Mm-hmm. It's also a show. I mean, you're playing Everett in Southampton in your main slate, but it's also the late game. And so it's just like the late night NBA or MLB is the same type of thing. Uh, but I wouldn't want it to be like in the instance that we have these two forty-five games, like I wouldn't want it to be five game main slate and then showdown showdown. Right. Like, yeah, no, I get it. No, just make that make that a two game yeah. or make it make it a seven game main slate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I can understand not doing the very late game because then you get into that the MLS problem of you know you, you have to pay attention to lineups all, all day. day yeah like right that type of thing so like I get that but then if you're gonna play at 1230 give me the two game slate if there's gonna be a 245 mm-hmm. game let that be a slate separate and hey you can even overlap it if you want make it be a six game slate a 5 10 a.m. games and the 1230 on that slate and then overlap it with a two game 1230 245 slate but that's still thinking in terms of the main the main thing you should be you should be focused on is the classic mode and not like how do we break this up into show how do we break this up so uh so we have a showdown slate for the the late game first half and a showdown <laughs> slate for the late game second half i mean people make jokes about that for baseball or basketball a first quarter showdown slate mm-hmm. a third inning showdown slate for mlb like that type of thing cuz we need the money to churn and the rate to generate mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. Don't rule it out. I'm not. It's DraftKings. I don't rule anything. <laughs> uh, all right. <clears throat> uh, if anybody has any follow-up questions for Jordan, you can find him on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's BlenderHD. I'm at Rotowire Andrew. Um, we will be back on Thursday to talk about this gigantic 10-game slate on Sunday that may have a lot of games that matter and may not. Who knows? We'll find out, I guess, after Wednesday slate. Um, Thank you to Starting Eleven for sponsoring the podcast. And Jordan, I will talk to you later this week. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.